Welcome to the Creative Cantina Podcast, where we believe you can't grow a business you love around a lifestyle you hate. I'm your host and business coach, Cassie Schmidt. I spent years missing out on life and my pursuit of arbitrary definitions of success. After a massive wake-up call in 2015, my mission became clear. I'm here to help creative entrepreneurs refocus on what truly matters to them and find a way to achieve it sustainably. Running a business doesn't have to be synonymous with burnout, and believe it or not, it is possible to grow your income and impact without giving up everything you love. So cheers to mixing up new ideas with a splash of strategic action and a little room for you to add your own creative twist. Hey Paige, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Creative Cantina. I feel like as I like was pulling this up, I should have had a meeting agenda up rather than a podcast interview notes and it felt so weird, but you know, we're rolling with it. <laughs> so back before I started my podcast, I asked my community for some ideas for upcoming episodes and you were the one that suggested I interview a past coaching client about their experience for others who might be curious about what it looks like. And naturally I thought, who better to interview than the person who suggested it in the first place. So first off, thank you so much for being here. Can you introduce yourself quick and just tell us a little bit more about what you do? Yes, of course. And thank you so much for having me. Honestly, it is such an honor. I'm excited. Um, My name is Paige and I am the owner of Cuffle Photography. My husband, David, and I are a wedding and portrait photographer team based here in Madison, Wisconsin. We work with couples who want a close relationship with their photographer and who want their photos to feel candid, joyful, and timeless. And we have a very hands-on, connection-driven approach to our work, and we feel really lucky that we have a client base that feels like friends and family to us. Um, our tagline is a luxury wedding experience wrapped in a Midwestern hug, and I truly feel like that sums the two of us up perfectly. Yes, I love that. Lots of oops and like, oh, let me just squeeze right past you. Like, that's what I picture when I think of your brand and I love it so much. Oh, gosh. (laughs) It's so good. So, okay, I'm going to try to keep today kind of rapid fire because I want to be as helpful as possible to those that are listening who might be considering coaching or just curious what it looks like, even if they're not right now. But we initially worked together at the beginning of 2022. So it's kind of nice because it's recent enough where hopefully you can remember a good bit of your experience, but there's also been a little bit of time for you to see how the plans we've made together have played out a bit. So let's dive in. First off, what were some of the main challenges or struggles you faced before we worked together or put differently? Why did you ultimately decide to look for a business coach in the first place? Running a small business can get really lonely And I started to feel the weight of doing it all on my own. I really missed that collaboration of coworkers when you work a normal nine to five job. And I was having a hard time seeing things in my business from anyone else's perspective other than my own. I knew that there were things that I could be doing better, but I was struggling to piece together the how. And I was just at a point nearing burnout where I knew that I needed to raise my prices and I needed somebody that would give me the confidence to do that, but also someone who was going to help me think through the how and the why so that when I did make that jump to a higher market, I was actually ready for it. Okay. So there was multiple things at play here, but I love (laughs) that you brought up the loneliness because I think that's something that's really underrated for coaching. Like we feel like we have to have one specific thing we have to work on, but sometimes it's just a matter of 
coming in and going, I don't know exactly what (laughs) needs to change, but I know intuitively something needs to change. Or I just know that these things need to change. But like, like you said, I'm kind of stuck in my own rut of seeing the same thing the same way for so long. And so I do think that's, it's awesome you brought that up because I think a lot of us feel that way. I know I feel that way too. Like I used to run a team and sometimes I kind of miss that. It's like nice to have people to bounce ideas off of. So, okay. Love that. But can you share some specific examples of how business coaching helped you overcome those challenges? You know, like things like raising your prices and and stuff like that. Yes. Um, The first things that come to mind are the client tracker that we implemented. That really helped me see what my actual booking rate was. And it also helped me to understand where I was losing or winning over clients. And I think after looking at that, we were able to deep dive into a lot of the language that I was using in my emails, my social media captions, my website, everything. And all of that research and tweaking that went along with that to make sure that I was actually speaking like myself to my ideal client rather than just speaking in a way that I thought I was supposed to, which turns out was very like generic and stuffy. It just really helped me to, I think, regain my bearings. And then lastly, I think all the work that we did just to revamp my website and my social media strategy to be more user-friendly and client-focused, it just helped me get very clear on how to provide value to my ideal clients and how to make their journey simple, which in the end led to much better clients who were much more educated and a much better fit for me. Yeah, I love that you brought up the social media because I feel like there was a moment (laughs) where like the student surpassed the teacher. And so... For those of you listening, I also co-lead a local Tuesdays Together, which is a Rising Tide group. And we actually asked Paige to come speak about Reels last year because I was like, she is crushing it. She's really like honing in on her ideal clients. She gets them. She's speaking directly to them. And you had so much value. So it was so funny to see that transformation so like happen so quickly. But I also have to giggle a little bit when we talk about your language because I remember remember that (laughs) meeting and I was like... Guys, she introduced herself at the beginning of this, right? Talking about how they're luxury wrapped up in this Midwest hug. But really, if I had to like picture the posture of you with your language before, it was like arms crossed, standing tall, like aviators on, like some sort of secret service person saying like, you've got to like be this tall to ride this ride. You've got to be this cool to work with me. And it was just so not her because she's so welcoming and so wonderful that we were like, I almost got whiplash. I'm like, what is this? This is not you. And so after you made those changes, I think you've just done such a good job kind of settling into what makes you guys so special. And it is that warmth and that connection and not making people feel like they've got to be any certain way to work with you. So I I love that you brought that up because I think that is one of the biggest transformations I saw in working with you. I would agree wholeheartedly. I want to talk a little bit about mindset too, because we just talked about some changes that kind of got made, right? And how you were able to settle a little bit more into who you really are. But do you feel like working together in those first three months that we did changed your mindset or impacted the way that you approach your business at all? And if so, how? Yes, I am a very creative, emotional person. And working with you helped me see things from a logical point of view rather than an emotional one. It gave me the tools and the resources that I was lacking before to be able to actually crunch the numbers and look at the facts rather than just going based on how I felt about something. And it also gave me the emotional freedom to just let go of any guilt that I had 
hold on to firmer boundaries that I wanted and focus really on the work that I loved the most. So first of all, I don't think you're alone in the emotional part. And I say this because I specifically have so many memories over the years where I would ask my husband, Matt, a question. And I'd be like, what do you think of this? Because he's a business owner as well. And he would give input and I would like lash out. And I'd be like, no, you don't get it. And because I was so close to it. It's like, it's my baby, right? And if I feel like it's being judged, I'm like, no, I can't have this conversation. And so I, I am a very logical person. This is what I help people with. But even in my own business, sometimes I get the same way. You just get so attached to things or ideas or perspectives that it's really hard to let that go. <laughs> it really is. So I think that's that's awesome that you were able to kind of shift that perspective. And I think that it's still okay to be emotional about things sometimes because obviously having like a heart-driven business is a really great thing and you have so much purpose behind what you do and how you serve your clients. But having that logical side, I mean, right? It's like the left and right brain. They work together. We can't have one in overdrive. Yes. Agreed. Yes. (laughs) One common question I keep getting is about time commitment and, you know, the investment of time. And obviously I have multiple packages that I offer clients based on their needs. And I'm very custom about that. But originally you settled on my most common one, which was biweekly coaching for three months. And in that time, just for anyone listening to explain that we had two 90 minute meetings per month with an email and text support in between as you implement the plans that we talk about in the meeting. So just kind of want to set people up to understand what we were doing together. Obviously, as an entrepreneur and a mama, you are busy. So when we're looking at the investment of time, what did that look like from your perspective? From my perspective, it was a considerable time commitment, but it was very well managed. And at the sake of sounding really cheesy, I feel like you get out of things what you put into them. And I really gave that time with you and that coaching opportunity my all. So even though our minute or even though our sessions were 90 minutes, I would often spend another three to four hours afterwards just trying to implement everything that we had gone over because we really accomplished a lot in a short amount of time. So in the moment, it did feel like quite a bit, but looking back on it, because hindsight is everything, right? I The time that I spent working on all of those things during coaching compared to the time that I had spent trying to learn things on my own, either from like generic online courses or just learning from other content creators, the hours that I invested within coaching were so much more valuable because they were so specific to me. It was absorbing a lot of content that was specific to me versus absorbing... 10 times as much content, none of which was like specific to my business, if that makes sense. Oh, it makes total sense. I have an entire section on the homepage of my website that's like, do you spend more time with Google than your friends? Because again, my job isn't to come in and one, tell you what to do. That's just not my style, right? We do a lot of discussing and and planning specific to your vision and your goals and your business. But two, helping pair the right information to you is really the key behind what I do so that you're not stuck in analysis paralysis and you're not trying to sort through 15 different options. It's like, okay, let's be decisive. Let's create a plan. And then you go ahead and execute. And so I think to kind of latch onto what you said, that time wasn't just spent doing more research. It was really action focused, which is what I think was the key behind you actually getting results. Yes. I, yes. 
You said that much better than I did. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But I no, I think that makes a lot of sense what you were saying. And it's an important distinction because it, you know, we, we talk about all the time, the time we put into our business, but what are we doing in that time? Is it taking action or is it getting stuck in the research phase? And I think a lot of us are guilty of sitting in that research phase for too long. I mean, <laughs> took me two years to start this podcast, right? Because I was getting in my own way. I was doing all this research. I knew everything I needed to know and I just still didn't start. And so it can be really easy to convince ourselves we're being productive when we're stuck in that research phase. But in reality, we really aren't going to learn or improve or make progress until we actually start taking those steps. So I know we talked about this a little bit before, but how was business coaching different than what you had expected? I thought in my mind that hiring a business coach meant that somebody would come in, kind of tear down or tear apart my business in a good way, um, and just interject their own like successful practices onto mine, sort of like a, a basketball coach or any other type of sports coach, just this generic step-by-step to better business that all of us entrepreneurs have probably read about in every business book that we've ever read ever written. Um, whereas I feel like your approach to coaching was a little more Montessori style. <laughs> so you really leaned into my natural interests and you guided me with a client centered approach. And rather than just flat out giving me answers or techniques, you helped me figure that out myself so that I wouldn't rely on you forever. And the entire experience was far more personable personal than I expected. And I would say it revolved a lot more around my personal business needs and my long-term stability rather than just like what works for most people in your field. Yeah. And I think that is something that I just want to interject for a second and say, when you're looking for a business coach, this is by far the most common thing I hear from past clients is this idea of really being you-centered, you-tailored versus, hey, here's my five-step system to success that I'm going to replicate with everyone. And that just doesn't work because everyone has different goals and objectives and lifestyles and values. And so keeping those in mind and at the center of everything is truly how you're going to grow a successful business. And I kind of make the joke that when you build a business according to someone else's blueprint, at best, you're going to crush it but burn out. And at worst, it's not going to work because it's not you, right? And I think part of this was, and you know, out of respect's sake, I won't mention exactly like where you got this from, but when we were talking about your inquiry process, it was something you had learned from a major educator. And it's not that that was bad advice from this educator. That was what worked for them. And that was what probably works for a good chunk of their students but it didn't take your personality into account. And so I think that's that's super important to recognize that whoever you're going to work with, if you're going to get a mentor or a business coach or whatever you want to call you know, educators these days, make sure it's someone who is taking you in mind, right? They're not just going, hey, here's the five steps we're going to discuss in our two months of coaching and this is what you get because it, it may be a disservice. And you may, you, again, a lot of these are presented in like a group program. And it may seem like, okay, well, I'm getting more for my money because I'm getting more time. You know, maybe it's six months versus three months, you know, and it's in a group, but that customization really does go a long way. So thank you for bringing that up. Were there any unexpected outcomes from your coaching experience? I laugh at this question because 
Yes, absolutely. It was, I think, the total opposite of what I thought was going to happen. I think I went into this coaching experience feeling that the answer to my problems was just going to be create passive income streams or set up better automations. I did not expect to do half of the work that we did because, again, I just I didn't have that outside perspective on what could be better in my business. I only had what I had listened to on podcasts and from other major players in the industry. So I thought that what they were doing was what I had to do to be successful. But just kind of like you mentioned, coaching really helped me redefine redefine what my version of success is. And then I feel like we just tackled that from every possible angle. And I came out of it so much more confident in our specific like personal brand than I ever thought that I would. Well, that makes me so happy to hear. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm not even going to touch that. That was just perfectly said, but I'm, I'm really happy to hear that. Aww. So how do you think, taking all of that into consideration, how do you think your life and business may have looked differently if you hadn't invested in coaching when you did? I think I'd still be playing the comparison game. I think I would still be in a position of offering maybe more discounts to feel more booked or um, stressing over my bookings, comparing those bookings, working with clients that maybe weren't the best fit for me and wasting a lot of time doing and thinking about things that are now automatic no-brainers for me. Ooh, okay. So are we talking like systems when you say automatic no-brainers? Are you saying like just uh, habits that are now like, yeah, I'm not even going to waste emotional space on this? The habits, the emotional space, the like the mental battles that I would have had before that I now don't think twice about. Okay. So do you feel like that sums up the impact of working together as well? Like what, the, what that did for your life and business? Or is there any more you want to add on that? Um, I think it's a good intro to it, but I also feel like working together just gave me the freedom to let go of the things that weren't right for me. And again, the confidence just to see my own value and not question that. And just that support again of having somebody in my business who helped me make the changes that I needed to just get my life back. But above all else, I really just, I didn't feel alone anymore. And I think that was huge. I feel like I have to say this really quick because I I think I've complimented you on this before, but I want to say it again. I think one thing you have just transformed is your prioritizing of life. And I know part of that was probably, you know, becoming a mom and wanting to spend more time with your kiddo. But I think you do a really good job holding boundaries compared to a lot of business owners that I work with. You do an incredible job of going, okay. Yes, I love my clients and I love my business, but taking time for my family doesn't mean that I love them less. It means that you love your clients less, right? right? You could still love your clients. And part of loving them is giving yourself time to rest and spend time with your family so that you can show up as your best self for them. And I think you're really good at setting those boundaries in terms of when you're working, in terms of asking for help in your business, hiring a, you know an assistant if you need it, in setting up those systems. Like, you are just really good about going, this is the vision I have for my life. This is how I want to show up for my family. My business is here to support that, not the other way around. And I I just want to applaud you for that because I think that's something you do really, really well. Oh, thank you. And kudos to you because I really feel like you are a good chunk of how I was able to get there. You have helped me in moments where I felt 
guilty about not showing up on social media or I felt like I wasn't doing enough. And I will never forget the podcast that you had about treading water versus floating. And I forget what you exactly said, but that really stuck with me. And I think about that a lot now when I, when I find myself in those moments of like, oh, I should be doing more or I should be doing this differently. So I thank you just as much for instilling that within me. Okay. And for those of you who are listening, you're like, what is she talking about with treading water? I love analogies. <laughs> like if you were with me for five minutes, you will learn that I love analogies and metaphors. So there was an episode I did about like entrepreneurial encouragement, like click here for entrepreneurial or listen for entrepreneurial encouragement, something like that. I can't remember exactly what episode it was, but I'll link it in the show notes for you guys if you want to check it out. It's just a good pep talk to remember that like we're human and we're running businesses. Our businesses aren't running us. So let's Let's all take a deep breath and remember that. But thinking of those who are listening today, what advice would you give to someone who's considering hiring a business coach? Again, it's going to sound cheesy, but that's just me. Um, I think that you should remember that the greatest investment you can make is in yourself. And it feels selfish at times that maybe you should be focusing your time or your money on better equipment or upgrading your website or whatever it is that you you feel pulled to invest your time and money in. But when you think about the return that you get from investing in yourself and investing in your business, everything else around you thrives as a result of that. Well, mic drop moment (laughs) brought to you by Paige Couple. (laughs) Dang. Okay. So clearly you are full of wisdom and you are so good at what you do. So where can people find you if they want to connect with you or they want to check out the fruits of all the amazing work that you've been putting into your business over the last couple of years? Oh, I feel like Instagram is probably where I most consistently show up. So if you just want like a casual connection, that's a great place to find me. Um, But I'll also share just my email and my website if you're more interested about like my work specifically, or if you want to have a more depth conversation, that would be better over email. But I'll give that to you so you can link it all. Sounds good. I will put that in the show notes for you guys. But Paige, it has been an honor serving you for the past year and a half. I... I love how much I've seen you grow. I love how much I've seen your business grow because it absolutely deserves to with everything that you put into it and the way that you treat your clients and the unique approach you take to a really saturated industry. I don't want that to I don't want that to go unsaid or unnoticed because you you really do things differently and I think it's absolutely beautiful and such a testament to your personality and your strengths and I don't think it's something that people could easily replicate because they're not you. And I think that That's the magic. And so I just want to thank you for not only your trust in allowing me to be a very small part of your business, but also for being willing to share your experience on this podcast with us today. Because I think sometimes it's it's hard to admit that we we all need help, right? We all need help every once in a while, or we could benefit from that help. And so I really appreciate you opening up with us today. You are so very welcome. Thank you for having me. Look, I wanted to keep today's podcast very focused on Paige's experience so you could get a better idea of what coaching looks like. But like we said a couple of times, everyone is so unique. So if you're tired of going it alone, asking your mom, your husband, or best friend for their opinion on your business, or spinning your wheels to get where you're trying to go, I would love to chat with you more. 
I offer free consult calls to get to know each other, answer questions, and give you a better idea of the type of help I think could be really helpful for you specifically. And I want to be very clear. If you can't tell by now, I am not a pushy gal. It is not my style. And honestly, before every consult call, I pray a similar prayer. I ask God to allow me to work with the people I'm meant to and refer everyone else to someone that will help them best. I truly believe that's one of the reasons I've had the privilege of working with such amazing people. You can learn more about working with me on my website at cassieschmidt.com slash coaching, which I'll also link in the show notes for you to make your life easier. Thank you so much for being here and cheers to you and your business.